1: Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about how you can maximize your revenue. Joining us is William Tyree, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Revenue.io, which powers high-performing teams with real-time guidance by surfacing and recommending what works best. Revenue.io enables hundreds of customers like HPE, Nutanix, and AWS to deliver predictable results and optimize their entire revenue operation. So far this week, William and I have discussed rebranding towards revenue. Yesterday, we talked about whether the marketing operations field is dead. And today, we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about AI for revenue teams. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with William Tyree, the Chief Marketing Officer at Revenue.io. William, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast.
2: Always great to be here. Thanks for having me again. Always good to
1: have you, excited to wrap up our conversation today and talk a little bit about what makes what used to be Ring DNA now Revenue.io, special in the sense that you're working in a growing field, this notion of revenue teams, the merger of marketing, sales, customer success in operations. But you're also taking a different slant where it is not just manually building the connectors, you're using a lot of artificial intelligence to pull information out of unstructured data. Talk to me about how marketing teams, sales teams, revenue teams in general are using AI to improve their performance.
2: I think that there's at least two really exciting things that are happening, maybe three exciting things. I think one, when it comes to something that marketers can definitely get excited about out of the gate is when you look at deal stories, like say that your company just closed like a really big enterprise deal, If you're doing your attribution correctly, you're going to look and you're going to see all the amazing work that the sales team or the customer success team did to create that opportunity and get across the finish line. And they are absolutely heroes of this thing. But you're also going to see if it's your average B2B deal, you're going to see digital engagement at multiple points by multiple people on the customer side along the way. That could be that amazing ebook you created engagement on an ROI calculator that you created all those kind of things
1: the wonderful podcast appearance that you had
2: i tell you what if you figure that out let me know cuz we run a couple podcasts and that is the thing that we're still trying to figure out is how to do that too because people definitely mention it but that's on my wish list but i think that what's really sort of at the forefront here right now is making accounts and leads prioritized for reps like say the old world that we're starting to leave behind is lead scoring, right? Straight up lead scoring. I'd say the new world is really real-time updates to your frontline SDR teams, your frontline sellers based on that first-party engagement from your own team, as well as third-party data. So that's one way that I think AI is really prescribing not only the content that those teams are conducting and serving up, but also the order and priority that those leads get.
1: Yeah. You know, I had an interesting conversation a couple of weeks back with Chris Walker from Refine Labs. And a big part of it was basically a similar take that marketing attribution is broken and that when you think about what's the last conversion event, which generally gets the vast majority of marketing attribution credit, right? we're always assigning value to the Google AdWords campaign because there's a click that we can track. But when you sit down and you ask a customer what drove you to become our customers, it's the in-person referral, it's the event, it's the podcast, it's all of this other first-party data that's very hard to qualify, that builds all of the impulse, that gets all of the recognition that sticks in someone's head, and then they go searching and they find an ad and they buy something. And so his take was, hey, all our marketing attribution tools are broken. And it seems like what you're talking about is essentially using artificial intelligence to try to understand some of that pre-conversion data and assign the right value to it.
2: That's right. Yeah, it's assigning the right value. and then But making sure, though, that action is actually taken. And I think reps love it. If I'm a rep, don't just give me like a thousand tier three accounts or whatever, let me know. Like if there's people who fit our persona who's an account that have engaged with some of our really high priority digital content, move that lead way up in my queue and then maybe even recommend the content that I'm supposed to send to them. So talk to me about
1: who's using these types of technologies. Obviously, sophisticated B2B marketers are trying to make sure that they're prioritizing their sales team's queues appropriately. Is it only the enterprise company with large SDR teams, tons of AEs, like high volume sales organizations? Who's this for?
2: I actually think that it's a lot of commercial midsize companies as well. All these things we're talking about too are so, guided selling as a concept is kind of emerging into the mainstream, and I think it's entering like these cadence tools and I think the good news for buyers and customers is we've all kind of i'd say been punished a bit. Our email inboxes have been punished by these cadence tools that have been on the market for a few years now.
1: Not mine. I am a notorious unsubscriber
2: well good i'm I'm glad that you've been spared. I think for the rest of us, we're looking for a more tailored experience, right? like everybody. My hope is that these kind of solutions get more adoption, and we can all be less fearful when we open up our inboxes down the road.
1: So the idea is that there's artificial intelligence that's going to be able to pick up not only an understanding of what content our leads have been exposed to, but also help us prioritize which one of them we should reach out to, and then also what content they should be shown. Yes. Okay. So, tell me how, obviously, there's artificial intelligence, natural language processing, computers kind of understand what's said, but how are you able to get the signal of this person we think is relevant consumed this piece of content and that's a good signal? Like, what is the artificial intelligence trained to recognize and sort of how does the machine work to figure out how to, for lack of a better term, rescore the lead based on these sort of signals that normal people can't understand?
2: I think some of the data points haven't changed a whole lot. So for example, you've still got good old basic engagement rates. You've got some things that may be manual or automated on the sales side, like call dispositions and status changes and things like that. But I think that one of the things that's really emerging is the analysis of conversation data into the equation and incorporation of the equation. So for example, in the past, something as a marketer that I love to look at is I wanna see talk time for my sales team by campaign because it's one thing to say, okay, it looks like these leads are or aren't converting into meetings maybe. But then I wanna know, is the campaign actually generating good conversations? And in the past, I would wonder, well, I wonder what those were. And this is where I think conversation intelligence is not only probably the best thing to hit sales teams in a long time, but I love it for the marketing team because we can actually go in there then and it would be a complete waste of our time in the past to like randomly listen to calls, even from one campaign. But through AI, we can say, okay, show me the best calls. And that can be calls with high voice energy, calls where they mention very specific keywords or certain competitors. And we don't have time to list all these recordings and find that. So to the extent that AI can extrapolate learnings like that is really powerful.
1: That's interesting. You know, I thought where you were going to go was the artificial intelligence understands what are the common words that are used in a sales call that eventually leads to a transaction. So we know when somebody comes onto our call and starts talking about natural language processing, they're an advanced buyer, their understanding of the value of artificial intelligence, they're going to find value in our tool it seems like you're basically, you have the ability to train and look for specific keywords as opposed to the artificial intelligence feeding what keywords are relevant to you.
2: Yeah, but actually that's a use case that's very useful too. There's definitely linguistic patterns. And I think where I sometimes call BS on what I see like out in the market is that language is different for every company, right? There's definitely no, whenever I see something like mention these five keywords, like in your sales conversation, I'm like, that's not going to be applicable to that many industries or even that many companies. But I think what AI is really great at is analyzing the data within your organization and maybe a group of organizations and defining what those things are. So I actually think the use case that you call that is super valuable, interesting. But I also think that marketers probably aren't using these tools enough in that marketing traditionally always wanted to get more access to customers, more access to sales conversations. So we had to bug sales teams. Hey, can I ride along on a demo or something like that, or see a recording of a demo? The great thing is now all the learnings are kind of served up. So it's really easy to actually set a couple factors and go in once a week and just listen to the really valuable stuff that can actually help you learn about messaging as well.
1: The other thing that you said that was interesting is artificial intelligence can pick out the best calls. And what you're looking at is basically the inflections in someone's voice, interpreting tone. What are some of the ways that you're figuring out what is a positive interaction? What's a negative interaction? What is the artificial intelligence and or the sales slash marketing team, the revenue team looking for to determine what's the actual best?
2: So again, different for every industry and every sales role, but some of the common things for SDR teams. So if you're looking at SDR team performance on that side of the house, I think that you're looking for open-ended questions and good responses to that. And you're looking for indications that the rep is actually using reflective listening. So after monologue streaks, like long exterior talk periods by say a buyer or a customer, the rep is saying, okay, so it sounds like dot, 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 things like that. So those types of things, high voice energy, lack of filler words are really important on that side. But then on the buyer side, absolutely, there's things, for example, when the buyer is requesting information and not like the classic sales objections, like, yeah, send me an email. But the buyer is saying like, hey, do you have a case study on this? Or what would it look like if things like that, those are things that can help eventually maybe even predict forecasting.
1: So you're basically using the artificial intelligence to pick up buying signals and understanding who's dropping the most hints, whether or whether or not the sales rep is cashing them in, you understand what the buyer's intent was based on natural language processing. Yes, exactly. Absolutely fascinating. Talk to me about the integration of this type of artificial intelligence into, let's say, a B2B SaaS company's services? Is this a, you have to have Salesforce to be able to utilize this type of technology? Is it a freestanding thing? How do you actually take advantage of the artificial intelligence for revenue teams?
2: There's definitely a lot of AI learnings that happen in a silo, and I'm not discounting. I'm not saying they're bad, but I say for revenue teams specifically, if you're really talking about marketing, sales, and CS, you need to be writing as much as possible back into the CRM and really understanding those learnings, um, especially when you talk about things like real-time conversation guidance. So in other words, I'm a rep and the AI is observing the conversation and recommending and saying like, hey, it sounded like they asked about this. Here's a battle card, or here's a case study that you might want to talk them through, things like that. That's, I think, where marketing teams really benefit because your content actually gets used in the context in which it was intended.
1: Interesting. So my takeaway from the conversation is that artificial intelligence is being used in revenue teams not only help to filter through what's happening in the conversations, but to interpret the performance of the sales team, but also to recognize what are some of the key traits of potential buyers to help them with what used to be our ranking our prioritization of our leads, So there's multiple different ways that we can use this type of technology to support our revenue
2: streams. That's right. Well said.
1: All right, William, it's been a pleasure to have you as a guest on the show. Thanks so much for sharing the knowledge.
2: Thank you so much. Appreciate being here.
1: All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with William Tyree, Chief Marketing Officer at Revenue.io. If you'd like to get in touch with William, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is William Tyree, W-I-L-L-I-A-M-T-Y-R-E-E, or you can visit his company's website, which is Revenue.io.